The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to WBZALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. This is The Other Page. My name is Haywood Fennell Sr., and this program is sponsored by Triad Veterans League. So glad to be here today. Thanksgiving's over. Everybody's out doing mad shopping. Uh, I'll take my gift. I'm here for a little while this afternoon. (laughs) No, 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 I'm good. Save your money. Uh, This is the last month of the year. A lot of things has happened over the year, you know, so I've got some PSAs, public service announcements. We want to get that in before we start off talking about some of these new issues. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Today's singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Two. Virtual play dates. Social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Back again, folks, to the other page. Uh, hey, we're for now here. Uh, wow. You know, you can put a humor in a lot of things, and people go pick up on it, you know, the message and stuff like that. The pandemic is live and well and taking lives, and we just want to remind people of the importance of the booster shot of getting vaccinated, the kids certain age kids, uh, what are your streets available? A lot of places are available to be tested. We need a a safe country. We're going over 800,000, 800,000 folks that have become casualties in this war. 
based on a lot of reason, a lot of misinformation that we don't want to repeat on our show. We want to give out the correct information. And the correct information is pay attention. Make your community safe by you becoming safe. I got my booster shot. Now they got something else coming up. So we have to look out for each other in these times. Very important that we understand what is not going on, and that is people are not paying attention. We need to pay attention to everything that has to do with our health. You can't blame any administration. Now they have it coming out of uh, a new variant. A new variant is out in South Africa. They say it's South Africa. I'm not sure. I know that um, during the time of the uh, HIV, uh, they were off-blaming folks, trying to find a source to blame, worrying about the snake being in the house and not about getting the snake out the house. That's the same thing that's happening right here with this variant. It's over there. It's over there. Well, get it out. Let's see what we can let's see what we can do together. Let's get them vaccines over there. And while we over there with all that vegetation and all those different kind of plants, those various types of plants that are healing plants, let's try to find a healing plant over there. What happened in South in South America down in Brazil? They so busy trying to cut down trees, they cut down some of the healing plants. And before people woke up, they had to go down there to synthesize the plants so that they could reproduce them in another situation. So is this a matter of need or is this a matter of greed we're talking about here? We certainly got to be aware of what's going on because uh, this is ridiculous. People don't want to take the vaccine. That's your right. But our community deserves you to think about the other people that are in the community. That's all I'm saying. Hey, what's up, Lowell? Hey, good afternoon. Good to see you. How you feeling today? Uh, a little bit under the weather. I'm sorry that I'm late. But... Oh, you didn't have to say you was late, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's too late now. You don't got fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, man? How was, the tr- how was your holiday? It was all right, man. It was all right. I got no complaints, man. Yeah. You know, I'm glad to be back here safely. Right. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about where you were, man. What did you see? Well, I went down to North Carolina to visit my sister and her family. Um, I haven't seen her in over 20 years. Oh. And um, since then, she has um, got a hell of a package around grandchildren and grandkids. A lot of them um, are very successful down there in North Carolina in that part of the country. Um, yeah. There's very there's opportunities down there for brothers and sisters. Um, okay. You know, and, and and it was it was very nice um, meeting my nieces and nephews um, and learning their generation and how they think and you know which is totally um, the opposite of how we were brought up. It's amazing how differently they think and um, how. They can utilize these uh, social networks, these media networks, to their fullest advantage. Yes. And, um, you know, um, it was the first time I ever uh, flew on a plane, by the way. And I overcame that fear because I always had a fear of flying. And um, I overcame that fear. And, um, you know, it was uh, therapeutic. 
to be able to overcome that fear and come back safely. Right. And, you know, it's confronting your fears. That's what we have to do. Um, We have to confront our fears. Um, And that's what I did. And I feel a whole lot better now about flying. And I understand um, why people fly now, you know, because it's very, very convenient, um, very um, quick to get you to your destination from point A to point B. Um, And there's a lot of people you meet in these airports, right. you know, and a lot of different experiences. You meet a lot of people from around the world. Right. And um, I like that. You know, I've always been an adventurous person. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed I'm glad it. to have you back, folks. That was my good friend, Lowell L. Lowell Rock, Lowell, Lowell Ward. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, researcher for the Stanley Jones Clean State Project, among other things. And this is the other page radio. We are here at WBCALP 102.9 FM. And although I was, uh, I watched the verdict down there in Georgia the other day. Uh huh. What did you think? Well, I was going to ask you what you thought. Well, I thought that, um, I was, I was, I was pleased to see, um, that um, jury returned a guilty verdict um, for all three um, suspects. Um, the defense went out of their way to pick an all-white jury as a Hail Mary, mm-hmm. hoping that would um, find those three gentlemen not guilty. Um, fortunately, it backfired on them um, we do have some progressive people um, in this world, thank God, and particularly in this country, that see beyond race and see, and, and are interested in justice. And so um, I was glad to see that verdict. I was glad that the district attorney performed her job the way she did because she left no stone unturned. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was one, one, one black girl. One black uh, jurist, yes, yes, yes. One black jurist, um, and uh, it was you know, unanimous. Yes, it was unanimous. They polled the jury, and um, they all stood by their um, vote, yeah. and which was a beautiful thing. Right. Um, the tragedy um, was that that brother didn't have to die. Mm. That was a tragedy of that whole trial. Twenty-five um, years old. Yes, sir, and the prime of his life. And the guy that shot him was only 35. And the guy that shot him was only 35, uh, very unremorseful. Right. Um, you know, he he played the game, understand, he tried to play the game. He maintained um, his innocence all the way through, knowing full well he was guilty of sin. Defending himself. Yeah, and, um, you know, but like I said, the tragedy of that trial was that brother did not have to die. Well, he, the other thing is that... Uh, People are waking up to uh, circumstances uh, created, you know, to put people at disadvantages. Mm-hmm. The knee on uh, Mr. George Floyd's neck was not necessary. No, absolutely not. Uh, go right down the street in Brooklyn, Minnesota. They have a police officer on trial today for uh, shooting a man 
and thinking that she had grabbed her taser. Yes, 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 yes. Um, what does that say to our young people, though? Well, that says that to young people, I hope they realize that as black young people, that no matter what they do in this country, they are always going to have a target on their backs just because they're black. Um, and that's the long and the short of it, brother. Well, what's um, in between? Are we uh, making any progress? Uh, you know, I haven't seen any black police officers on duty shooting any white people. No. Um, but, but I want to know, you know, because uh, the... Um, United States Senate was engaged in some conversation regarding uh, justice and George Floyd bill. Yeah. Yes, and uh, Senator Tim Scott is uh, backtracking on that already. Mm. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, these politicians um, think that they can just get up there and blatantly lie and saying what they're going to do. And then a year later, um, change the change the goalposts and say that um, this is this is undoable. This can't be done. That can't be done. And that's what Tim Scott is um, doing right now. That that George Floyd bill is dead. Um, they're not going to reach a consensus on it. Um, the Republicans aren't going to give up defunding the police. They're not going to give up um, creating a uh, registry a universal registry for uh, bad and corrupt cops. They're not going to, um, they're not going to do none of that. And the reason why they're not going to do none of that is because they do not want equality uh, insofar as black people are concerned in the law in this country. This country, this the judicial system in this country has never been uh, in favor of protecting us um, as black people. Well, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. Yes, know? sir. And, sir, there's a lot of reasons. All right, all right. So one of the things that I want to touch on before we go back to our original conversation about jurisprudence and laws is the fact that the uh, United States Supreme Court today it's arguing uh, Roe versus Wade, yes. Yes. Roe versus Wade is the law that allows women to have control of their body to wit, get an abortion if they feel like they need that or their circumstances, you know. And it's been on the minds of here lately, 21 states, and they're arguing today in the Supreme Court what is considered a vigorous uh, defense for Mississippi's abortion law. And uh, I don't know, Law. I, I really don't know, man. Well, 
I think that uh, a woman should have a right to choose. A woman, um, you know, that's a woman's body. Um, she has a reproductive system. Um, she may choose to reproduce. She may choose not to. And and that's her right as an individual in this country. Right. Um, nobody should be telling any females what to do with their bodies. Nobody owns them. They are free and free to choose the way they want to go. And God bless them with the choice that they make. So, because it's their choice. That's right. It's their choice. Um, and, and you know, really, I don't understand what the hoopla is all about. Um, you know, the, this is a woman's body. That's what she chose to do. That's what she chose to do. Uh, you know, I'm kind of confused here, uh, somewhat. But before we go any further, this is the other page radio. Name's Hayworth now. My guest today is Lowell Ward, Stanley Jones. Prime lead researcher for laws and procedures that deal with criminal justice. You know, they are underrepresented, and uh, we're going to go into that. Maybe not today on radio, but certainly we'll talk a little bit on television this afternoon. The other page TV program starts at 1, 1 p.m. Uh, BNN Live. So Lowell will be coming on at 1.30. And we want to try to understand these laws that were, you know, just tripping people all up and down. Every time they wanted to seem like oppress a person, as they're doing with the voting laws. Mm. Mm. They, Unbelievable. They get up, meaning the uh, elected officials in these states, and uh, they gerryman, and they do everything that they can to feel the full effects of people of color, black people included, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and keep them from voting them out. That's right. That's right. Um, the state of Texas just recently. Houston, Texas, um, I guess is the most has the most concentrated black people and people of color in Texas, Houston, Texas. Um, Harris County. Right, right, right. And it, they just took all the um, power out of the black representatives over there. They just they just changed that whole voting. Um, district or, or how, however they term it. The gerrymandering is in full effect over there right now because black people soon, if they don't fight this, if the Democratic Party doesn't fight this, the Republican Party is going to wipe out black representation for that area. And that area will no longer be represented by black people. I think I saw something about that, but I just want to get back to you talking about North Carolina. Uh-huh. And uh, recently, I think it was in March, uh, the Court of Appeals uh, down there uh, allowed allowed the um, the reinstatement of voting rights for ex-offenders. Oh, praise God! But the legislative body, Republicans, uh, said no, no, no. That that's not what that means. No, we got to change that. But the attorney general done this, didn't change it. 
the Republicans went out and got somebody to appeal it, the decision, mm-hmm. and now it's being challenged. Mm-hmm. We we had LeBron James or one of those NBA stars paid the fines in Florida so that ex-defenders could have the right to vote. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Now, that was a beautiful thing. Right. I, I'm wondering, do we have do we have any information on that yet in your research project for Commonwealth of Massachusetts? No, but I'm going to look that up now that you mentioned that, brother. That's on my list. Yeah. Because if ex-defenders could have voted in this last election for mayor, it would have been a whole different kind of ball game, I believe. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I believe, I'm not too sure, but I don't think in the state of Massachusetts. Um, They're penalized? Yeah. Co- people incarcerated, um, incarcerated inmates used to be able to vote in the state of Massachusetts. They took that right away. Um, so it's no longer, you can no longer vote while you're incarcerated. Now, when you're out of prison, you can vote. You can vote when you're out of prison. Um, you just cannot vote while you're in prison. Let's take a little break before we uh, get a little deeper into that, because we need to talk about that. Okay. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served. Thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Are you behind on rent or mortgage payments and at risk of losing your home due to COVID-19? you may be eligible for help to make your payments. State programs like RAFT and IRMA can provide funding to help eligible renters and homeowners. Don't wait. Find resources and start a secure online application at metrohousingboston.org forward slash COVID help. Metro Housing Boston. People first. Housing always. And this is the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. We are located... WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. And my co host today is Lowell Ward. And, you know, folks, I remember living down in North Carolina. And I remember Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones was a man that was a businessman, and he owned a Small trucking company. Tall black man, you know. To wear one of those truck driver hats, low. Yes, sir. And he wanted to organize so that our people could vote. Okay. See, we haven't always been able to vote, folks. No, we haven't always been able to vote. A lot of people lost their lives, denied and tried, lynched. I know there was a situation down there in 
Florida during the Christmas holiday and NAACP official and his wife were at home and uh, they were fighting for social justice to include voting and uh, their home got firebombed and they died. Yep. Mr. Jones, on a Sunday morning, he was confronted by the police. They say he resisted arrest. And he was shot and killed. Mm. In the street? Yeah. Gunned down like a dog. So we have this situation here. When the time comes for folks to vote here in Massachusetts and in Boston in particular, and even more so in District 7, which is the largest landed district in the city of Boston, they, like, don't go out and vote. It is not the first time they did it. They do it all the time, Lord. Yeah, well, see, that's that's not a good thing because the only way we're going to be successful in changing the process that we have to go changing through. Changing the process. Go ahead. That we have to go through uh, in this country as, as American citizens, as black American citizens, we have to get into voting because that is the only way to change the process. We have to learn how to produce, create our own candidates. We have to run them for office. We have to put our money where our mouths are when it comes to political candidates. We have to get really into this political process because that's the only way, the only viable way to change things. We cannot change it with the gun. We cannot change it by leaving, by, by, by vacating and leaving the process. That's not going to work. Um, the, only, the only way to do it is to join the process and... Join the process. Yeah, you have to join the process. That's what MLK Jr. did. Yeah, you have to join the process, and that's why he was so dangerous, whether you know it or not. Right, and so, you know, I want to uh, say that this is certainly a conversation, folks, that we're going to have uh, some more of, you know, as we winding down now. But if you look at the history of the Civil Rights Movement, so-called, and Fannie Lee Hamer, and all those other people that sacrificed and died, you got to respect that. Absolutely. Absolutely. you got to get involved and stay involved. You can't swim if you don't get wet. That's you got to right. go in the water. That's right. You can't stand on the sideline and watch somebody else and think that you're going to be swimming through osmosis. No, you got to get in the water. Now, we just had an election, and we have a new mayor, but folks, when it comes to voting, stop selling yourself short. That's right. You got a voice. And you got to use that voice. You can't be playing and, like my uncle used to say, shucking and jiving. <laughs> you got to vote. That's right. You got to put candidates in there that's going to uh, change the paradigm. We got to change these laws. We got to get these ex-offenders, Lord 
to the table. We might even run a candidate or two the next time. I don't see why not. You know, that's what we're about. We're about changing the laws and changing the procedure. Stanley Jones Clean State Project. Absolutely. That's what we're going to do. So what we're going to do now is we're going to say to you all, thank you so much for being a part of today's show. We did come in a minute or so uh, behind the clock, but traffic is so bad, and that's where you can talk to the mayor and the city council. Where are all these vehicles coming from that are driving through our community as shortcuts? Mm -hmm. Scaring people to death. (laughs) No doubt about it. No doubt about it. This has been a wonderful show, but we hope to say stay strong. Be long, stand up for your rights. Absolutely. And don't forget, we love you. All the time. This is The Other Page, and we are out of here. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, Attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.